I love when this happens in video games where the title is just so strangely constructed that it becomes hard to know what the title of the thing is. And I think our podcast title is actually somewhat similar. So Hunter, is it the old gamer singular possessive one old gamers almanac? Yeah. Is it plural possessive all old gamers almanac? Right. Or is that is it is it a non apostrophe just one thing old gamers almanac like a, it is just a an almanac for old gamers that is not possessive it is just the old gamers almanac what it what no, what are we no, there's a canonical no. answer but I don't think it matters right here in this in no this no no there is a canonical answer and it does matter shut up okay <laughs> shut up I can't believe you coming in here with that kind of energy you got it on the second try Matt it is. <laughs> In the same way of the old farmer's almanac uh-huh. is an almanac that belongs in part to all farmers, uh-huh. okay? Yeah, but but you're saying this, and I'm looking it up, and I'm looking at our artwork, and it is singular, G-A-M-E-R apostrophe S, and the farmer's almanac is F-A-R-M-E-R apostrophe S, and a plural would be S apostrophe. So who is the, the- old gamer? Who writes the almanac? No, 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 no. Wait, what? <laughs> what are you saying it's one guy? It's one guy. Are you saying there's in one, both cases? There's oh, one boy. farmer and there's one gamer. Robert B. Thomas. You're saying that the old farmers, that this is, that we have inherited a mistake yeah. from the old farmer's almanac mm-hmm. because it should be, you're saying it should be F A R M. E-R-S apostrophe. If it were a pluralized possessive, but it is not. It is a singular possessive, and it is uh, follows the heritage of American almanacs such as Benjamin Franklin's Poor Richard's Almanac. But this oh. is just this one dude's, um, I am the old farmer, and this is my almanac. Okay, 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 okay. This, this <laughs> Let's justify work. this real it's, quick. It's just this one guy's <laughs> almanac. But you can use it too. Yes. You know what I mean? Right. But it belongs to someone. If you turn the podcast over, yeah. you would see someone's name written right. there. So who is okay. the old gamer? Who is the old it's gamer? It's neither of us, I would think. Yeah. It's funny because the old farmer's almanac has two people on the cover, which is why we mimicked their artwork to do the oh. same. Oh. But there's yeah, so only one of them is the, is only the farmer. One, only one of them it belongs to. Well, I mean, I think I would assume that one of the farmers on the cover of the old farmer's almanac is owner one uh-huh, you know uh-huh, what i mean uh-huh right is right? robert bailey thomas yeah is robert bailey thomas well, whoever the heck whoever that, that is. is yeah whoever the heck and then ben franklin as he so often does just slapped his name and picture on it and said me too oh, <laughs> it's ben franklin on there yeah that's you you're ben franklin and i'm robert I, thomas why do i have to be ben franklin i'm just saying the artwork is is such Oh, okay, okay. So I I occupy the Ben Franklin position mm-hmm. of our artwork, which I suppose means I'm the old gamer, which is certainly not true in this situation. The roles I think that's true. The roles are reversed. No, no, no. I'm the main character of the show, true. but it's your almanac. No, I'm learning from the almanac. I am a I am a an elder statesman, <laughs> who's just been appointed here by the government. Okay, <laughs> to take care of you, an almanac owner. You no. are, you are, this is Matthew's, Matthew David Martin's, this is your almanac. I okay? disagree. I think, Hunter, you are the legend that will never die. No. And it is your almanac. No, the soul does not still burn. <laughs> this is not my almanac. It belongs to you, Matthew. Your legend will never it die. It belongs to the people. It doesn't belong to anyone. It belongs to us all. The legend will never die. The soul still burns, okay? The soul always burns here on the old gamer's almanac. Let's go! Hello and welcome to Hunter Donaldson Old Gamer's Shut Almanac. Up. I hate that. <laughs> welcome to Matthew's Almanac. It is these are this is a showcase of his special boy opinions. Uh-huh. Your opinions null and valid. Prepare to have your opinions overwritten. You know what? You know what with it actually Matthew is? David Here, Martin's I, I, wisdom. I, I, 
I propose a new title um, because this okay. is following in the lineage of Benjamin Franklin's Poor Richard's Almanac. We both know the real answer today, Hunter. Welcome to the Poor Ernest's Almanac. That's right. E.J. Sanders, this is your oh, almanac. And we, I see. we broadcast it on your behalf, our dear friend, E.J. And it is the... Frequent collaborator, E.J. Sanders. Extra J. Sanders. Extra J. Uh, Extra this J. is the definitive ranking of all video games of all time, one week at a time, where we bring a video game on each episode and talk about it, and then put it in an ever-expanding listicle of all the best games we've talked about on the show. And this yeah. week, the legends never die. It's Soul Calibur for the Dreamcast. Specifically yeah. for the Dreamcast. We've got a lot to talk about with that, why this is like a specifically a Dreamcast game and not all uh -huh. the other iterations of what this game, when we uh -huh. could have called it. Mostly, we're dirty console boys. We don't know y'all fighting cabinet folks that like somehow have somewhere to hang out where there's all sorts of fighting cabinets and you have like a big posse please invite us to that why where's the invites hunter's been waiting on one he's sitting there in new york waiting to get invited to your cool fighting game parties yeah please invite me to be cool with the cool fighting game people stuff please um we're actually going to do a sin today i think as far as the fighting game community is concerned oh, yeah. and we're going to talk about this game soul caliber a game that, from what I understand it, is for the normies, yeah. for the normcore, not necessarily for the hardcore fighting game people. Uh, but you know what? Shut up. Yeah. It's okay? also, guess what happens when you make a game for the normies? You get like a 98 rating on Metacritic and get yeah. uh, rated as one of the greatest video and games guess ever what? made. Because <laughs> the normies are in charge, okay? <laughs> the normies rule. Everyone else drools, yeah. all right? We are the loud it's a majority. It's world. We're just living in it, yeah. is the case. So, Soul Calibur. Uh, first off, just to lead with it, so that I don't have to go too in-depth, you should go watch Digital Foundry Retro's video on Soul Calibur to understand the extent to, like, how interesting Soul Calibur is as a development thing. It's called Beyond Arcade Perfect. There will be a link below in the show notes. I learned some of this stuff, and I'm just going to very quickly relay it to you. Soul Calibur was a game called Soul Edge, which was a decent, but I would say mostly unremarkable fighting game in a well, Namco sorry, the, the, cabinet. The first entry in yes. the Soul series right. was called Soul Edge. That's correct. And then they somewhat quickly released the sequel, Soul Calibur, which was also a an arcade game. Uh, and then that sequel was ported to Dreamcast. And the unique thing about Soul Calibur's port is it is the touchstone, it is the first point in video game sort of arcade to console transition where the port is better than the cabinet. And this this is, I say better, I mean it is graphically better, it is technologically, there's more to it. Like, they made a more powerful and more robust game for the Dreamcast mm -hmm. than they did mm -hmm. for the dedicated cabinet, which is something for years most fighting games were trying to achieve. That's why this title is called Beyond Arcade Perfect. Most games were rated on whether or not they were close to or as good as their arcade counterpart. The Street Fighter yeah. games, your Killer Instincts, whatever. Is it as good as the arcade? And this is like the first time you get a fighting game that is more powerful than its arcade counterpart. Yeah, so this is kind of developed by the same people that were working on Tekken. If you liked Tekken back mm. in the day, um, I believe... Uh, there was a I, I I'm pulling this out of out of me butt. Um, so I don't know if this is correct. I believe there was a Tekken game that people described as being arcade perfect. So it's no wonder that those same people mm -hmm. were like, you know what? Let's push this even farther with the next game that we're going to port. Um, so in a way, Soul Calibur is kind of an experimental take on all of the success of the Tekken series, and it's these people sitting there being like, let's do something, you know, a little bit more fancy free yeah. than Tekken, which is mostly a game about punching. Right. Okay. This game's about swords and it's a game of swords and souls. Okay. <laughs> uh, so you've got, it's Tekken plus swords plus souls. Souls, right? and, souls and swords. The legend it's a souls die. and swords fantasy uh, game. Yeah, it is a fighting game, but it is primarily a weapon-based fighting game. Every single character yeah. has their own unique kind of weapon, Yarr. and that starts with a bunch of people with varying styles of swords, but also you have, like, a creepy lady who has a whip that is a sword, or people with, like, lances, and there's just, it, there's lots and lots and lots of different weapons, and that becomes the, like, defining feature of each character. Uh, the other thing, mechanically, about Soul Calibur that I would say separates it from the pack is... 
a little bit less reliance on combos and it is more about little pricks of damage that you do to your opponent knowing knowing counters and knowing little little beats the the pace of combat is significantly less comp there's there are like little mini combos you can do but you're generally only trying to string like two to three attacks together and then you have to back yeah. off let them stand up and and you're just trying to pluck away at each other rather than like trying to undo an entire health bar in one fell swoop yeah and i feel like i one of the things i like about soul caliber though is how fast it plays mm -hmm. i mean you you can get you can get through a match lickety split <laughs> this is a fast-paced uh fighting game where I feel like a lot of the abilities that they give the characters, a lot of the movesets are just based on the idea of overwhelming your opponent and getting getting in there, getting past uh, their guard, yeah. and then just you know throwing them out of the ring or just obliterating their health bar as fast as you can. Right. Um, I think that the movesets available uh, in Soul Calibur 1 are all very interesting. A lot of them are sort of reused a bit sure. in some of the characters there's a little bit of palette swapping going on here yeah um but that's okay uh it all has a very interesting art style to it to it and it fascinated me when i was young in a way that tekken never did sorry tekken heads yeah. i i never really got that into tekken uh, i think mostly just because all the all the punching you yeah. know what i mean these yeah. these guys have swords weapons are cool swords are a lot cooler yeah. Uh, this also has a what they call like a, a that you, you move on a on three axes, uh, which is the first the first time you can do them all at the same time. So obviously in like the 16 bit era, you basically only have move closer or further away from your opponent and you can like jump up and down. Right. There's your two axes of movement. And then mm -hmm. over time, you know, with Virtua Fighter and Tekken, we started to develop these like, oh, you could rotate around. But generally that was like one thing at a time. You stop, you rotate down screen or up screen from the person. And Soul Calibur is the first time you can move backwards while also moving, like rotating around. Yeah. And you actually yeah. have like full 360 movement around your opponent. And similar to things like Virtua Fighter, that then turns the game into not just trying to string together combos, which you're doing a little bit less of, but more about like, let me get behind them. Let me get to the side of them to pull off. Yeah. My move will be different if I do it to their flank as opposed to directly straightforward on them. And so then it's a very positional game. Um, and so even for me, a dumb dumb with fighting games, I'm like truly horrible at fighting games and don't give like I, I don't give them enough time. There are a couple characters that are very interesting in how their movesets sort of are designed around putting you into new positions. I played uh, Zheng Hua for a little bit and mm -hmm. like so many of her moves are like a tiny little stab and then like a, a sidestep up screen and yeah, you're supposed to just yeah. be constantly moving around and it gives you this crazy crazy movement set because again when you take when you detach combos from the system it all becomes how can i get one little poke in and from which it, like where do i need to be and everything you get on the battlefield becomes primarily about position over anything else yeah okay um yeah, I a lot of the characters have abilities that kind of allow you to do a lot of uh, a lot of moving around very quickly or a lot of interesting movement. Yeah, um, and they're making use of this new kind of eight-way uh, run system. Uh, Taki, for example, uh, is one of the characters you can play as. Who's a ninja can just teleport behind you. No, <laughs> can just can just straight up teleport behind you. Can just wow. like hi, I'm here now. Um, and it's there's a lot of really fun uh, movement in this game that I feel like. If you've been playing fighting games through the 90s, you know, this comes out in 98. Um, or actually, uh, when does it come out on Dreamcast? Console is 2000? 99. Console oh, is 99. 99. It's 98 for the uh, cabinet. Yeah. Um, so this comes out. And in a way, I would kind of liken Soul Calibur a little bit to being almost like the Mario 64 mm -hmm. of fighting games. In that it just kind of feels like, finally, a fighting game is taking full advantage of the 3D aspect. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and I think that's what a lot of people had been waiting on and uh, had really been enjoying. I think it's a shame that I, it feels like a little bit like the 3D fighting game hasn't really, like, evolved mechanically evolved yeah. in a way. Like, I feel like they kind of fell out of fashion. And in fact, a lot of fighting game series 
went back to not being a, a full 3D uh -huh. moving around in eight directions type fighting game, uh, except for Soul Calibur. But Soul Calibur as a series has largely just lightly iterated on itself and not, yeah. you know, drastically evolved uh, the premise. But to be honest, maybe they don't really have to. Yeah. Like, maybe they kind of nailed it in one. Like, I love the first Soul Calibur a lot. Right. Um, I, I'll play the second one and enjoy it. And then after that, I remember every time they would release a new one, I would be like, oh, okay, I guess, I mean, I don't really need to play Soul Calibur 2 again, you right. know? Right. Um, and, and every time the gimmick of trying to get me to play a new Soul, Cal Soul Calibur game was so insulting, <laughs> would be like, here's Yoda. Yeah. Yeah, they like, really lean into console exclusives there for yeah. like a good portion of their life. <laughs> they really leaned into the idea that maybe their characters aren't enticing enough, so they have to like shoe in some like, you know, special character that you're gonna want to buy. And it's like, ah, what I'm come on, who yeah. cares? Uh, I like I like the cast of Soul Calibur characters. They're freaky. Yeah. They're weird. Yeah. Put Voldo on the poster. <laughs> you know what I mean? You've got your mascot right there. If you don't know who Voldo is, there's actually a really good Polygon video yeah. Yeah. Uh, that Patrick Gill made like this year for yeah. some reason, just about how weird this character is. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's kind of a. I don't know. He's like. He's like. Kind of lightly BDSM yep. spider crawling guy. Right. He kind of crawls around on he's the ground. He's a little freak. He he like he does see. air humps. And he's stuff. like he's like wrapped up his eyes so yeah. he, he can't see. Uh, very fun to control. Yeah. Uh, and his move set kind of what one of the things I like about the Soul Calibur characters is they sort of they flow into like different stances. Mm -hmm. Like instead of just being like you you punch and this right. is your punching stance, you can kind of like. I hit this way and now I'm in this stance and right. then I specifically hit this way. My character turns a different way. A lot of my favorite characters sort of operate with that style. Yeah. And Voldo is such a good example of that. I, he goes from like, you know, weird crawling to upright to like, uh -huh. he's on his back now. It's, it's so much more clear with him what the stances are because it's like yeah. spider hump and then move into... Yeah. <laughs> Right, move into crab walk, you yeah. know, like he's he's crab walk and he's spider humping. Yeah, he's he's it's all on the table for Voldo, <laughs> and that's what I love about him. I started with Maxi, and I got instantly overwhelmed. Even though then I would later learn like Maxi is kind of the preferred sort of start. He he's the most I guess most spammable. Like you could just smash buttons and probably yeah. find something totally. with Maxi. But also Maxi is very much based like it says in all of his, you know. Uh, descriptions of move sets and stuff. It's like you need to be in this stance to to move on to that next thing, and that was like kind of overloading my brain. And I was trying to get used to that, and then like I switched to Zhang Hua, and it's like, oh, she's just like smash Y a bunch, just hit Y like over and over and over again, basically, and every once mm -hmm. in a while shift to the left or the right. Um, but yeah, I I got I I didn't play like a ton of this game because uh, well, we'll talk about it more later. But fighting games just bring out the ugliest side of me and mm -hmm. it's not, I just can't I can't do it I can't play fighting games and that will always be uh, a a a blind spot of this show is my ability to put time into a fighting game uh yeah demonstrably I, hurts my brain <laughs> why why do you feel like that happens what is that Matt I just get mad, What's just going get on mad there? at the game okay we could get into this right now sure yeah I don't care uh Here's here's the way I think about fighting games. And this is this is wrong. A fighting game person will listen to this and be like, uh, that's awfully uh, you know, oversimplification or whatever. But I think of fighting games as two people with Rubik's cubes and they're trying to solve them against each other. It's you just need to have the algorithms memorized of what you do. Mm -hmm. you, people don't just like logic out a Rubik's cube, generally speaking, like the the right. first time we started solving Rubik's cubes was was by solving mathematical algorithms, not someone just kind of being like, oh, I'm just gonna try, I'm just gonna fiddle with it until I get it. Like that's not how a Rubik's cube works. You you have to know the algorithms to do mm -hmm. it super well. And uh, fighting games to me, especially before this game, are very much that. Just like I'm trying to execute my combos while you're trying to execute your combos. I also have a couple blocks or parries in my pocket so that when you right. do start a combo on me, I know I how can to respond. interrupt it. I can yeah. respond. But for the most part, we are both just trying to do this system mastery of knowing our algorithms and knowing how to input them. You get the things like slide the D-pad from left to bottom to right or whatever. That stuff right. doesn't click with me, but it it what it asks of you is like a, a a huge mental load and 
what it does to me is it gets my heart rate up because I'm like, I want to do, I want to execute this right. And I'm that, I'm that impatient kind of person that's like, I want to be good at the thing right away. Uh, especially when it's like a fast paced thing, like a, like a fighting game. I, I just lack the patience to just sort of like put in the, the reps as it were, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and so with previous fighting games, they get even more frustrating because it's just like, I don't know, you just have to play it. You just got to go meet people and play it. I mean, we, we play right. the only fighting game I actually have like long-term experience with is, I mean, you could even, you know, stick your nose up at it and not call it a fighting game, but super smash brothers is like the only fighting game I've ever put in time with a group of people we played right the ever-loving hell out of smash brothers melee in high school as a as a yeah. group of teens mm -hmm. um and that's my only experience with that kind of thing but i always just would get so mad at the game and so like with soul Calibur, i'm picking it up i'm i'm noticing the differences in it i'm enjoying it but every time i lose against the computer like i i feel <laughs> i feel that thing inside me ramp up it's it's a chemical thing that just takes over and i don't enjoy it i don't enjoy that kind it's the same reason i've always been bad about like working out the the act of like push yourself just upsets me and just makes me mad and i don't know what it right. is maybe it's a thing i need therapy for who who knows we'll never find out will we huh i'll uh, never find <laughs> out how how would we matt how would, how would we? we get to know you how would you get to know yourself i i mean yeah. i can't imagine there's a way to do that but it's just a i don't know like the reason super smash brothers even worked for me is there's generally at least on the face of it there's less insistence on combos like the move execution is just which direction are you pointing well, there the is joystick? no move execution there is no really move, move like execution. do it there yeah. at, at the highest level Press there a. becomes a move execution right there becomes like a, i know that this hit leaves this number of iframes open and i can transition to, yeah but like, that's not intentional that's design. not intentional that's exactly whereas yeah. other fighting games it is intentional in the design that you yy left x to then move yeah, into sure, sure. be like all of that stuff works but like I'm not going to memorize those things because I don't know. It's it's a level of execution that I just don't gel with. I'm a puzzle gamer at heart. I like to sit and take my time with the game. I, I, I can't do the like twitchy rush, 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 get the perfect like hit of buttons like that just has never I don't get good enough at it and I don't have a drive to get good enough at it. Yeah. Well, that's a shame because there's a lot of aspects to fighting games that I feel like are are really kind of kind of just true for fighting games yeah that i find really wild um like for example so i i played soul Calibur back in the day when it came out on the dreamcast i was obsessed with it mm -hmm. i played against uh my me and my cousin and my uncle would play each other a whole bunch and that was fun so i had a little group to play it with right um not the most you know not the most competitive group in the world but it was still it still counted as some sort of social yeah. experience to me with soul Calibur. um it's a shame I didn't have more friends that wanted to play it because I would have I would have been all about it. Yeah. I would have been as about it as I later became about Super Smash Brothers Melee. Like yeah. I just want you to know I played this game all the time. Right. Like there was there was a solid two years there where this was one of my favorite games. Yeah. Um, and so a natural result of that that I think is pretty wild that I don't know what the analog would be to this in uh in any other game, but like I you know I was playing it. Uh, the other day and I sat down to to just play a short session because I'm like I, I got this game pretty much it's lodged in there it's yeah. lodged in my dome and and I don't know how important it is to sit down and and you know go a couple rounds with the computer how much right. how important is that in the fighting game experience and there's no way to play it you know online which I think is a shame if somebody did just a remaster of Soul Calibur 1 or even just ported it to a modern console where I can play it online please please do that Namco because um, I would play this one all the time. Um, anyways, my point here is that I loaded it up, and I was like, "Let's see if I what I remember of this game as far as moves." Yeah. Right now, if you asked me what any of the moves are for any of the characters in Soul Calibur, I couldn't even tell you. Yeah. I don't even know what. Sure. I don't know what. I like. I remember what the moves do, but I don't remember how to press them. How to what buttons to press in order to get certain outputs. Uh, but my hands do, and my hands just did it. My hands just started doing it. All the moves that I remember knowing how to do when I was, what, how old would I have been? Like 10, right. 11? Right. I still know. They're still in there. <laughs> They're programmed in. 
They're in the lower cortex. Yeah. And they're just sitting there, tattooed yeah. forever. Taking up space. There's something you, you've forgotten no, childhood friend I, names and you remember love, this. Yeah, no, that's true. I have there are people in my life who who I cared about and have forgotten to time. But, you know, I remember how to get Yoshimitsu to do the thing where he stabs himself through the chest and hits his opponent. Why, why do I remember that? But that's there. That'll be there forever. I'll be on my deathbed. Uh-huh. I could be dying. And I'm going to hand you a Dreamcast age. controller. Yeah, hand me a Dreamcast <laughs> controller, and I'll be, I'll be doing it. I'll be doing Mitsurugi's, you know, lower pose and the stabby motion thing. I'll be doing Taki's teleportion stuff. I'll be doing all that. Cervantes thing where he stabs you through the chest and then just like, but raises you in the air and then slams you down on the uh, ground. Suplexes All right. you. <laughs> suplexes you with his two pirate blades, that hot, hot pirate Cervantes. <laughs> okay? I'll be doing all that stuff. My, I'll flatline with the Dreamcast yeah. controller in my hand, yeah. and I'm still executing <laughs> moves. You'll have to yank it out of my cold, dead hands. Yeah. All right? Yeah. You... You fools, I'll say. You fools. And then my last words will be, Sega. <laughs> That's how I'll die, canonically. Mm-hmm. We've established it here at, on this episode, yeah. okay? Give me, yeah. give me a Legends Will Never Die right here. The legend will never die. So Hunter likes this game. He he likes it all right. This game rules, okay? Well, this okay. game is the best. Can we talk it's more so about... It's so good it ruined the series because they didn't know what... They never they were like, got anywhere they, else with it. They carved this perfect little cut of diamond. Yeah. And then someone was like... And they handed it to us all and said, look at this. We, we made this. We spent, we spent 10 years thinking about fighting games and we made this. And then we looked at them and said... Okay, can you do it more and on more, you know, consoles that yeah. people actually have? Because right. not a lot of people, <laughs> people have the Dreamcast have. and it died. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, what? You want us to do this again? That's so unfair. Right. They're like, yep, got to do it again. And, you know, you're supposed to, it's supposed to be a series, so just keep making these. And yeah, so what? They couldn't, like, really come up with a new hook each time. So what? The hooks they came up with were very stupid. Link! Link is <laughs> or, here! Or... or I'm not even talking about that stuff. That stuff is less stupid than like yeah. the create a character oh, stuff. Sure. Who cares? I don't yeah. want to create my own character. Just give me that. Give me that good, good cut yeah. of fighting game meat. Yeah. That design. That's what I want. So yeah. why we we mentioned the the normie culture side of this thing, but why don't fighting game people love this game as much? Like, what is it about it that makes them? Is it just like it's not pure, man? Or is it? Is it's it probably? It's probably kind of not that deep, yeah. Mechanically, I mean, because like what? I, what? What qualities do you need to exert in order to be like a good Evo, uh-huh. you know, type game? A, a, a game that people would watch someone play at Evo. It, you probably need a level of technical depth underneath right. the surface mastery of the button inputs. Mm-hmm. Also, it could be that character balance might be real bad. The but here's the thing, I'm. I'm dedicated to being a normie on this game and loving it as yeah. a normie. Right. Okay. I'm okay with that. Well, I do not need to go. I do not need to see the matrix on this and, one. And I, I do think part of that normie culture thing, I, this is the first fighting game I have played that actually seems invested in you learning how to play it. And by that, I mean like it is probably not the actual first example, but it is my first example of a game that's like at any point you can pause and you can pull up your entire move set and and no like it feels to me like so many other fighting games hide that stuff from you like yeah. even in the Killer Instinct manual it was like here's a couple of their moves but there's others out there if you can discover them and it's like why do I I don't want to do that like but right. that's part of that that is integral to the fighting game scene is like well you're supposed this is supposed to be a social experience and soul caliber being the first one really being pushed for console as like the priority is like hey a lot of people are going to be playing this game by themselves actually and so they need to have access to learning how to play this game so even in the in the story mode a bunch of the most basic missions are literally just like learn how to do a block learn how to do this thing like and, and it genuinely wants to teach you how to get better at the game. It has a practice mode that is very involved. You can yeah. pull up any move 
and it will not only like give you like here's the input to do it but here's you can the prompt, like yeah. there's there's like a video you can watch to see how it works and how quickly you need to press it like it wants yeah. you to know how to do these things it wants you to be good at it whereas to me it has always felt like other fighting games don't want they they want me to have figured it out despite itself like i i'm supposed to that that's the vibe i get from fighting games is why it doesn't feel inclusive to me i know it's that that's wrong i know that the whole societies of you just gamers, didn't have any friends Matt. i didn't have any You're friends just, that were inviting kind of, me in exactly right, and so the game right. itself never invited me in and so i felt pushed out whereas soul Calibur, right. as a game is inviting you in and that was the first experience i've had with that i wonder how it even compares to future games in the series as far as like how much it it is willing to give you certain resources to like sort of teach you how to play the game. Yeah. Um, I love the the guard systems, the uh, the way that you you can block an attack, of course, um, and then there are also unblockable unblockable attacks. Yeah. But there's also this like kind of parry system where mm -hmm. if you block at the right moment and press in the right direction, you not only block them but you sort of throw them off balance so that you can get in there mm -hmm. and uh, do some damage. And as I mentioned at the kind of beginning of this episode, uh, matches can be quite fast. So, yeah. I mean, like, you get one good thing. And maybe that's why it's not good at a... I don't know what it looks like if two players that are really, are really good. good at this game sit down and play it. I actually yeah. do not know that. My, that would be good research, but I don't care. You know I, what I, I mean? watched even just a tiny bit, and of course I don't know what's happening under the hood. Like, I, I can't just watch a, a match and, like, know. I would need someone giving me commentary for, you know, fighting game for beginners, and, and very right. few people are providing that sort of thing. But... My understanding of Soul Calibur is because it's so plucky and so guard focused that maybe that is part of what makes it less interesting to watch. Is it's just a lot of watching two characters like, oh, 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 you gonna no no okay okay I'm gonna go oh no I'm gonna guard I'm gonna go and then eventually finally someone gets in like two hits and then you go back to just like okay let's both just guard and dodge around each other and and it's like for a fighting game there is a lack of fighting <laughs> in top level matches and it is more right. about stances that and makes guard. Sense. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that totally makes sense because it does have a robust uh, guard mechanic. But I just love, I, I, I don't know, I like, I like the satisfying feeling yeah. of catching your opponent with their guard down yeah. and really just annihilating them. Right. Because, I right. mean, the, the other aspect of this game is it has, it has a ring-out system. Yes. If you hit somebody, you know, so hard that you are you're forcing them to back towards the edge of the, of the ring. Right. Uh, and they fall off the side of it. Uh, you just win. You're just done. Right. You 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 win the you win the game. The health bar Game's doesn't over. matter. Yeah. And and, yeah. and so you, you that positional stuff gets even more important because all you're actually trying to do is not pluck away at their health, but it's just like I'm just trying to throw you off your balance so that I can push you towards this edge so that then I can right. grab you and flip you out of the ring or whatever. Yeah. And and that's yeah. yeah. It's it's an interesting, it's an interesting game. And I I just wish, I could get better at it and my, I, I don't allow myself to is really what it comes down to and that's no fault of the game yourself. i won't let myself exactly it's not it's not a flaw of the game but it is just a flaw of my brain and fighting games and it's it huh. will haunt me forever yeah yeah it will haunt you forever i guess but also matt you don't really have to play fighting games. Yeah. I mean, it's not really, it really not like the most important genre. It, it basically just comes down to I missed my window, right? I mean, how mm -hmm. many 30 to 40 to 50 year old people are, are like getting really hooked on fighting games? You, you don't oh have that God, kind I of a social love, circle. No. I would love a circle of like, you know, people that aren't really playing to, to be the best. To like, I don't really, yeah. I don't want to play really serious people. But I would love just a little circle of fighting game people where we're all just kind of okay and we just yeah. play each other. And it's not really like, there's not a lot of like, oh, this Man. is, you know, we're the, oh, the so-and-so always wins because yeah. he's just got all the tech figured out and stuff like that. No, 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 no. I just want like a competitive group of people that are just like kind of bad yeah. at fighting there games is, and we're all just trying to learn. You there know? is something beautiful to that kind of aspect of any game i mean so just to cross paths a little bit our other podcast talked about a board game one time uh called root but hunter and i's experience oh, yeah. with that board game was neither of us had ever played it and we started playing it together and the enjoyment of learning that game together and and making right. what it is such a different experience than like so-and-so is really good and they're going to teach us how to play and they're going to always be better than us we're always going to be just trying to beat so-and-so but we just can't do it going in blind with someone else in a game 
and getting better with that person, and the two of you are always sort of swapping the crown of who's pulling off better stuff, is is a beautiful experience that is like rivaled by few other experiences in gaming. If you can if you can have that sort of multiplayer experience, I think that is the pinnacle of multiplayer. It's just like we're both getting better as we play against each other, and I I yeah. I, I would love to experience that again with something. Yeah, maybe I should. Uh, maybe this show. Maybe the purpose of this show is just so that I can invite people over to my house <laughs> to play Soul Calibur. Yeah, just give your address right now and then just invite everybody over. I mean, I don't, I don't want to put my address, like, out <laughs> on the show. But maybe you can, like, DM me on Discord uh -huh. and we'll see, like, how many people do that. Yeah. And we don't have a Discord for OGA. Maybe that will change soon. But we use the Space Cats Peace Turtles Discord. Those The two guys that do that show were... Nice yeah. enough to let us right. use part of their Discord at their convention. We have a booth, a, a seat at their table. <laughs> Those guys are so sweet. Shout out to Hunter and Matt. Lovely guys. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, really like them a lot. Their stupid show. Yeah. I mean, the show's dumb, though. Yeah. God, they suck. Yeah. Uh, let's talk some smack. <laughs> uh, no, but maybe that's the point of this whole show is to see how many people want to play Soul, Soul Calibur with me. Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, and I wonder what's, the, what's the one to play at this point. I mean, obviously, there's like what? Nah, I don't want to I don't want to play this. Is out, no, but no, no, no. But I don't want to nah. play the new ones. I just want I'm a play, way to I'm play. Pl I'm one. playing it. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna play it on. Uh, well, I'm gonna play it on original hardware. Oh, are wink, you? yeah, wink. <laughs> I'm gonna play it on original hardware. Air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. I got original hardware, babe. Mm -hmm. uh, so don't you worry even a minute. Um, so here's a question: Is this? Yeah, go ahead, ask me a question. Is this? Hmm. This is a dumb question. Is this the best game on the Dreamcast? Is this the best game that was ever on the Dreamcast? Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Don't yeah. don't pull that I knew, out on me. I knew me. it would like make you mad. I felt I felt I felt that coming as it came uh, out. Of me. I mean it's it's probably in my personal top three mm -hmm. or top five. Mm -hmm. But I don't know that it's number one. No, sure. I don't know. I, what is number one though, if not this? Dreamcast is such a strange console. Yeah. Because as a library. It feels strong, uh -huh. you know what I mean, and I love the Dreamcast library. Yeah, its hits are are hits all time. It, are hits. It's its hits are fun and yeah. interesting and cool. Yeah, but if you try, if you kind of turned it on me and said like, which one's objectively the best? Yeah, I don't think there is a best Dreamcast game. <laughs> I think it's just a it's a console library. There's an S tier, of, and that's it. There's just there is freak hits. Yeah. It's, hit, it's hits for freaks. I mean, like. <laughs> What, what kind of game console would have the best game made for it is a fighting game, right. a game genre that's for a specific mm. niche subset of the gamer community. Yeah. Like specifically fighting games exclude a whole bunch of people that just don't play fighting games. It would right. be like if the best game on a console was a sports game. Yeah. No. Right. Yeah. But a lot of people don't play sports game at all. That yeah. don't make sense. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, and that's hilarious that you bring that up specifically with the Dreamcast because that is explicitly what the Dreamcast is known for is like truly oh, yeah, killer yeah. sports games. There was an entire release of the console that was like, this is the sport Dreamcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm going to look up one of those one of those best, games. best of all time yeah. games list. So let's see. Best Dreamcast games. Oh my God. Of all time. Of course. Yeah. You got to put of all time. Right. Even though That's, the console been... only existed for like six years. All right. Total. All right. All right. I'm, I'm pulling up. Let's see. Well, who do I want to go with? Let's go with Games Radar. Okay. I'm going to pull up Games Ra Radar. Let's see this stupid list. Seaman, <laughs> uh, number 24. Not jokes. high enough. Not high enough. Not high enough. Number 22, Space Channel 5. Not high enough. Number 20, Choo Choo Rocket. Not high enough. Number 18, Samba de Amigo. Not high enough. You get my point here. Uh, number 16 is Sonic Adventure. That should even be on the list, buddy. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. You should just leave that one off. Power Stone 2 is number 15. That's a pretty cool game. That's not high enough. I like Power Stone 2 quite a bit. That game is a well. Talk about talk about the evolution of 3D fighting games. Why don't why did that genre, why did that game series die out? We need a new Power Stone. Give me a Power yeah. Stone. Power Stone's cool, um, and they should make a new one. Uh, we got Skies of Arcadia. That's a cool game. Uh, there Res was on the. Did people actually play Res on the Dreamcast? I thought everybody played that on the PS2. Um, we got Jet Jet Grind Radio, aka Jet Set Radio. Mm -hmm. Uh, is that mine? Would that be my number one? 
Mmm, Crazy Taxi, Shenmue. They put Soul Calibur number one. I don't think Soul Calibur is number one. It's, gonna it's give a number it one on Metacritic. It has a 98 on Metacritic. Number yeah, two. Yeah, critics. Number two is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Number three is NFL 2K1. What a weird time. What a we- what a strange time. And then number four is Jet Grind Radio. The Dreamcast is the weirdest system. Not the weirdest. I'm going to say that Jet, Jet Grind Radio is my favorite Dreamcast game. Yeah. I'd be my number one. And, and, and the, hey, it's early days. I haven't played every single Dreamcast game. So right. part of the point of this show eventually yep. will be to have me play, to have me play all the Dreamcast games. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just depends. Uh, games Radar, you didn't nail it, okay? <laughs> Get out of here. We're in charge Good now, try. Okay? Good try. Good try, but no dice at all. Um, Matt, I feel like before... but. Before we get too far into it, I just want to say, I mean, am I right in saying that your favorite Dreamcast game is MDK2? <laughs> I mean, we got to keep, I mean, the legend, the legend will never die. The legend will never die. Unfortunately, in terms legend of will Dreamcast games I played when they were live on the Dreamcast, that is probably my number one game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's kind of tough between that and Donald Duck going quackers, but I feel like it's got to, I mean, MDK2 has got to pull I, it I out there at the own, end. I I'm looking at my Dreamcast library right now. I have three games for my Dreamcast. Are you ready? Here are the three games I own on Dreamcast. Yeah. Sonic Adventure 1. Yuck. MDK2. Okay. Space Channel 5. Wow. End of list. <laughs> what a what a system, the Dreamcast. <laughs> what a bounty that it provides. Let's see. Here's, Whoa, the wait, Here's the real problem is when I was a kid with my Dreamcast, I had no money, could not afford any games. And then later when I wanted to fill up my Dreamcast library, the Dreamcast was known as this dead system and you can't get any of the good games for less than $80 or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, you go yeah. get Grandia 2. Shut up. Leave me alone. You go buy Marvel vs. Capcom. Like, I, no thank you. Yo. Power Stone 2 me- is like $400 right now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so funny that you bring up Power Stone 2. Let's do a quick segment, a tour through. Let's do like a YouTuber style. Oh, yeah, sure. Except it's not visual. Mm-hmm. Tour through my Dreamcast library that actually owns. Um, I'm showing Matt yep. them. So, so Matt, right you it. just read what I'm showing you. This what am I showing you? Right? Soul Caliber. I own this game. Yeah. It's legal for me to emulate it, I yeah. think. Is Basically. that how it works? Sure. I'm if, not sure. If you could rip the ROM, you it's legal. I ripped it myself. Yeah. It's my own ROM. I for ripped sure. it because I I have a CD player, Matt. Wink. <laughs> Wink. Um, I got this game right here. Look this at that. Is, this what says is that? Power Stone 2. What's the yeah. price on that? Does it do you got a tag there? Is it unreadable? There's there's no no, the tag's been all ripped up. And honestly, the cover sucks. It's like yeah, in real bad condition. But I do have it. Um, you'll love this one, Matt. What do I got here? What we is got that? MDK2! I have you MDK2. Know. Did you buy that because of me? Of course I bought it because <laughs> of you, Matt. You think I just have MDK2 for no reason? I don't know. Wow. Uh, I said Power Stone 2 is $400. It's like, 100 to, uh, it's like 100 to 200 depending on who you ask. Although, you know what? Just don't buy old games at all because it's everyone is trying to rip you off for no reason. Yeah. That's all that's happening They all right are. Now. Everyone's they all are. Off. What else we got? Jet Grind Radio. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. This is such... What a great collection I got. And then here's the final game of my Dreamcast collection. Yep, there it is. Grandia 2 itself. Grandia 2. Um, great JRPG. Not as charming as Skies of Arcadia, hmm. which is, the I would say, the far more popular one on the Dreamcast. But... Gosh darn it. Grandia 2 has a great fighting system that's really, really fun. Okay? The combat in Grandia 2 is great. It's better than Skies of Arcadia. Now, the script of Grandia 2 mm. is super dumb and not charming really at all. Skies of Arcadia is... it good is, dumb or is it bad dumb? There are two dumb. It's, I would say it's good dumb. Okay. okay. I, from what I remember, there's a lot of really silly lines right. and the acting is... Uh, Kind of uh, uh, cringe in a great way. Can I tell you, you what's know. bad dumb? What's bad dumb? Uh, the women's boobs in Soul Calibur. Hey, guess what? We're also in that era of stuff. Uh, okay. This yeah, like yeah. sort of dead or alive, let's add jiggle physics for you some know, reason. You know, you said that this was going to be bad before... Uh, you like overly prepped me because uh-huh. you played Soul Calibur in this replay before me. Yeah. And then you mentioned this. And then I was expecting like every no. every character to be super booba. Uh-huh. Um, 
But they're not. They're not all booba. But some some of them are, and it is Ataki in particular is pretty ridiculous. Obviously, Ivy is Ivy's. kind of this. But the thing about Ivy, so Ivy has an alternate uh, costume that uh -huh. is not near as ridiculous. And I remember being a ten year old kid and being like, I'm gonna make sure I play Ivy with the other costume that yeah. isn't so <laughs> revealing because I don't want like you know my, mom my parents to, get mad to at see me. like what I'm doing. Um, but your uncle but, loved the normal costume. He always yeah, yeah. played with the normal. Yeah, yeah. Costume. My uncle loved the normal one. He was like, Yeah, we gotta play Ivy with the the regular old costume. I'll play Ivy. Yeah, yeah. No, but I get to play Ivy. Okay, <laughs> I get to control her. Is what he would say. Um. The thing about Ivy, too, though, it's sad because Ivy has some of the most interesting mm -hmm. mechanical aspects to her. She has this sort of chain whip sword right. thing that does all kinds of bogus stuff. Yeah. So I just remember being a kid and, like, avoiding playing Ivy because I thought it was, you know, Ivy, a little too much. Ivy leans into it so hard that it's almost more like a Bayonetta quality where it's like, yeah, yeah she's sexualized, but it's, you know, it's like... I mean, you would almost argue it's for a purpose. It's definitely not at this it's time. Not. But you know. and there's not enough character there to make some sort of yeah. argument that this is like that. This has any kind of intentionality no, to it sure besides not. just like they, they should be sexy. Yeah. Um. I will say this though: most all the characters are sexy, hot. Regardless. Oh yeah, of, yeah. I mean, hey, listen. We gender, can talk about the boobs, you know? but we already talked about Voldo, and that yeah. goes harder than anything in this. Voldo game. goes hard. The boys are pretty hot. Yeah. Like these are hot boys. Okay. <laughs> they, they, they're these are some yeah. good looking fellas. Yeah. And the the big muscle boys, those muscles are they the dense. Some of these boys are jacked, <laughs> like hecka jacked. Yeah. And Cervantes, I don't care who you are. Mm -hmm. There's a little something for everybody <laughs> in Cervantes. I mean, we're talking about a kind of sexy pirate king with with white hair. Yeah. You know, like. He's kind of got it all a little bit. Yeah. I feel like anyone can kind of get Cervantes down. is the predecessor to Our Flag Means Death, is what you're saying. Yeah. It's just, oh, it's sure, just sure. there for everyone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's where they got the idea. I'm sure Taika Waititi <laughs> would, would fess up to just being a Cervantes man. I just, put, I just played so much one. Cervantes and I needed to make a show about him. So here's, yeah. here's, here's my new HBO thing. Yeah, um, yeah. Is it time, Hunter, to slap this puppy onto the rankings this is our 45th game our 45th entry on the list we are narrow we are coming close to 50 games on the list and uh yeah. i think we gotta i think we gotta find a space for soul caliber for the dream we're coming we're coming up on the season one finale this mm -hmm. show is going to be presented in seasons we just decided yeah okay so this we're coming up on on the end of season one this is one of the kind of, I would say, stone cold classics we wanted to cover uh, by the end of season one. However, it's in a weird genre. Yep. Uh, Matt doesn't connect with it. Yep. So I respect yeah. it. I respect the hell out of it. You I got to say it. that. Yeah, I, yeah. There's absolutely nothing about this game that I think is like bad. It's just a genre yeah. I can't do. So so like my conflict here is I'm thinking about I'm, I'm going to be the low end. Right. And I'm thinking, well, OK, I can look at our highest Dreamcast game on here, Jet Set Radio. And right. I can think to myself, well, I like Jet Set Radio more than Soul Calibur. Right. But I definitely think Soul Calibur is a better game and a more important game. And so I, I, I struggle with what to do on whether or not I want to go above or below Jet Set Radio. I have an interesting compromise with that idea because obviously I already admitted to liking Jet Grind Radio more, thinking it's a, the better Dreamcast game mm -hmm. or saying that it's the best one. Yeah. Um, however... This is not my list solo. This is our list. So there's kind of a back and forth here. But I, I have my answer for the highest I would place this. Okay. And it, it, it is, uh, it's, it's, it's strategic. Let's okay. The highest I would place this on the list is I would place it at number 11 above Crusader Kings 3, right below Raw Danger. Okay. Okay. And technically that would be above Jet Grind Radio. Yeah. Which is, is, is higher than I would put... It, on, on my personal Sega list. list yeah on your dream right. list but because i'm 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 giving it a couple points on our shared list because this is not just mine solo so i don't necessarily agree with the placement of everything so i'm yeah. offsetting it by two yeah well we're in we're in a tight window because i mean there's absolutely even if it ends up going below jet set radio like if we're in that range there is no way in any universe it is lower than halo 3 which is our game immediately under jet set radio so we are working in a range of raw danger 
Crusader Kings 3, Hitman 2016, Jet Set Radio. Like, we are in that window. Oh, so you're, you're saying 14 is your low end? Yeah. It's not going below Halo 3 for me. Period. Wow. We're, okay, we, so we this have, is a tight... This is a tight race here that we've got. So Whoa, that's very weird. <laughs> that's... Are you... Sh- Listen, I, I... Because I can't sit here and discount an entire genre and just be like, all fighting games belong 25 or lower. Like, I can't do that. And I can see a very, very, very stark contrast between Killer Instinct and Soul Calibur. You know what I mean? Like, that, that is so clearly two different games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so... With that information, I mean, I I have to look at Soul Calibur's legacy, and even again, especially the most important to all of this is, I come up against Soul Calibur and I go, well, it's a fighting game, and there's kind of an upper limit of how much time mm-hmm. I'm going to put into it. But again, Soul Calibur spends the whole time inviting me in, anyways. Whereas other like other fighting games, I would go, I don't really like fighting games, and they give me no resources to learn them. Whereas Soul Calibur is, no, 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 it's easy. It really is easy. Here, just do this one thing at a time, and just do this one thing. Like, if I actually cared enough, and I didn't have more games on our calendar that you and I have to play for this show, right. I might have actually spent more time with Soul Calibur. If I actually had another person to play it with, I might right. have tried harder. But yeah. I'm just it, Soul Calibur is has points taken away from it solely because of its existence in me playing it for this show and the limited time I have to play games. And those should not be points that are fully knocked against it. So I do I believe it belongs quite high up. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. I'm going to Is it okay if I reassess based off your thing yeah. and maybe try and push it up a little bit further? Interesting. Because okay. I I Given, I did not expect you to say anything like that. Yeah. So, I feel like, considering that, I would be willing to put it as high as number six above Halo Combat Okay, I knew, you were, I knew you were going to say that, and I have my argument against doing that. Uh, okay. H- Halo Combat Evolved. Well, actually, wait, here, here we go. I'm not... Go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you doing? We, the way it works on the show... Is I say the high end, you say the low end. We I've start s- at the low end, we work our way up. I hey. do not want to argue Halo and Soul Calibur. We'll earn that. Okay. We get there. <laughs> All right. Well, let's start with with Jet Set Radio. Then we have to have the Dreamcast oh, conversation this be tough. first. Yeah. the the first of The first of many hurdles in this little category. Yeah. So so we obviously we both like Jet Grind Radio or Jet Set Radio better. Yeah. Right. Stylistically we both like it better. Stylistically, Jet Set Radio is among the greatest games we've played. I think that so what I'm what I'm doing is recognizing an opportunity to just try and get Soul Calibur up on the list because it'd be cool. <laughs> You're capitalizing. I'm capitalizing on an opening here. You've shown an opening, uh-huh. and I'm like, oh yeah, let's a do weakness. this. Okay. Let me get in. So, so while it I think makes the list less cool overall, having Soul Calibur above Jet Set Radio, uh-huh. it's definitely worth it to get Soul Calibur into the top ten, which is my new goal. Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah. Uh-oh. So, uh, so here's <laughs> the thing. Jet Grind Radio, better game, cooler game. However, we've placed it at 13. There's nothing I can do about that now. Yeah. Is it? But there might be. Maybe yeah. in the future. <laughs> we'll see. Um, Jet Set Radio is where it is. Soul Calibur. What we've done is given the audience a voice with this one. Mm-hmm. Neither of us are fighting game people. We're talking about one of the classics of the genre. Yes, but... It's not even a classic amongst fighting game people. It's it's a classic yeah, it against wishful thinking could be fighting game people, but the fighting game scene pushes it out. And that's that was going to be my argument against like Halo or even Quake is like those are games that define define genres. Does Soul Calibur define a g- genre or does it like eschew Soul a Calibur genre? <laughs> de- defines the 3D fighting game and you don't know what you're talking about. I guess you are so. speaking from ignorance. I am, Matthew. but I'm also you speaking are, from you are showing up. We've, you are we've showing teased. up having done half your homework. Nah, we teased and saying, Soul Calibur and and you can look at the sales numbers of other games versus like this is Oh, you're going to bring sales numbers no, into this? I'm not. I shame on you. Shame. Shame. I'm just saying that this is not the widely accepted fighting game that has you have you want to you want to have you want to have soul caliber at number 14 right below jet set radio i don't know i go back and forth because here's the boring you make the list why is that boring how is that boring jet set radio they're just sitting right next to each other on the list that's boring well i hate how it gets the list gets so coagulated i know know. in that way well that's 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 our halo you do i'm blaming it only on you and it's only your fault that's true and it's halo 3's fault (laughs) 
so yeah, Halo Three sucks. We're not talking about Halo Three. We're talking about Jet Set Radio. Here, here's what I'll give you: Soul Calibur mechanically. I mean, I'll push it towards the capital P perfect area. I mean, mechanically, this game like sings. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you can just play this thing. And Jet Set Radio, you you crunch up against the mechanics pretty often. I'd argue. I I mean, like Jet Set Radio. What literally, side are you arguing for? I'm going can back and just forth. Like, Let's just you're put it arguing. above it because you, you're tired of me talking about it. Let's put it above Jet Set well, Radio. Wait, no, no, no. We we do not have to because I feel like it's just not. This is not real. You know uh-huh, what I mean? Like uh-huh. we're. I need us both to be consistent people sure. here. I'm not. Like, I'm anything. Represent but consistent. your point of view, and I feel like you have a good argument for. Because the thing is, I already have to. I think we just kind of mess this up here with where we thought we made the range so narrow yeah. here. Here's what's and it really happening. has nowhere to go. So it just it should just sit below just no, 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 no. Here's what's happening in my brain. And it's the same thing that's happened like my whole life, which is this. Jet State Radio, such a cool game to think about and to look at screen grabs from. Oh, right. man, what a what just like a cool Sega thing. Right. And then you play Jet Set Radio and you go, it's pretty all right. It's pretty all right. I, w- I wish it was smoother, but ah, it's, pl- it's pretty all right. And, and it, it it defines itself by its style and not by the playing of it. And and that happens to me. I, like, I in our recent replay of it, I didn't beat it again because I, I just got right. tired of it. Like, and that is, I, I forget that. It's now been long enough since we talked about Jet Set Radio where I'm doing that same thing. I'm putting the rose-colored glasses on and going, oh, but it's such a cool game. It's so cool, even though it kind of half the time sucks to play basically <laughs> like that. Yeah. That is the problem well, I have to if, constantly remind myself of with jet set radio. If you remember, I played the PC port in this yeah. most recent playthrough and the controls are improved somewhat. Right. It's not clear how much they're improved to me, Yeah, but they were definitely improved in some ways. Right. So I don't know. Um, I think this is just so weird and I don't really, I wish we had started lower and like worked up, worked up to, to around this. this area and said you wanted to start right here. Well, let's, so, let's, can we move on to a different conversation then and just see how we feel about it against a different game? Like maybe we have to just separate these Dreamcast things and not, not think about it that way. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well that, yeah, that's what I was trying to do. Yeah. The Dreamcast list before. is a separate list. The Dreamcast yeah, list yeah. is a separate list and Jet Set Radio yeah. is clearly the better dreamcast game for the style of dreamcast games but soul Calibur okay. is a better game game right okay well all right i uh what do you what now what, what game we talk, do you want to talk, we talk about, about name a game. let's just move up we just keep going one at a time hitman okay <laughs> i don't think i care <laughs> about ranking still. games that much anymore <laughs> i just don't care this this we just got off to a weird start here and you argued in two separate directions within a span of like a minute and now i'm just like what is even the point of this rhetorical exercise what is the who who i will who break cares? you hunter donaldson and the other thing too this is that your I idea like, the list I was like, your idea you messed it up <laughs> i i said a logical spot to shoot for and then you just responded with Oh, actually, I sort of like this game, I guess. Do you actually like... Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Actually, this is what we need to argue about. Do you actually like this game better than Halo 3? That seems kind of weird. You love Halo 3. I love them. You have more Halo fun 3. with Soul Calibur than... See, that's the thing. Is I can't, this started I can't on know. a false premise. I can't know is the problem. Right. But you got to speak from your heart, buddy. You got to speak from your real heart. There is no way in heck I, you like Halo 3 less than Soul Calibur. I hate 1v1. I know for a fact. I hate 1v1 multiplayer in like basically oh? every single setting is the problem. Yeah. Oh, I don't okay. Like you mean vibe. You, you, you just don't like the vibe. Yeah. I don't like the vibe of a 1v1 game and yeah. it will always suffer. If, if I had played this socially, I still would have gotten mad at it because I just would have it would have been me versus Hunter and Hunter would have won all the time and it wouldn't have been mm-hmm. any fun for me to play. And I just don't like 1v1 games and that's why I don't like fighting games. A, a, a game like Halo or even games like Dota or Smash where like Smash you can do free for all or whatever. Like I like the chaos. I like I like big multiplayer. I like Towerfall. Yes. yes. I don't like, I just can't play a 1v1 game. Right. 
and you got to represent your side, brother. <laughs> like you can't just be like, we're going to talk oh, about disco Elysium next put week. On this, put you on you this have hat. no idea. You have no idea what you're speaking to right now because my playthrough of Disco Elysium has been the most non-committal. That game begs you to choose a side. The whole yeah. game, it's like yeah, pick, to have pick a political alignment, and I'm like, I don't know. Let me try this one. Out. No, I don't. Let me try this. I'm not really feeling it. And I'm like, I'm like in hour eleven. I'm like, am I a communist or does my guy want to be a fascist? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You can't, you can't, what What a difficult choice, communism and fascism, which one to go for, I don't know, it's just Who so knows? tough. How do we choose? It's so hard to know which of those ideologies <laughs> is more pleasant than the other. Um, okay, so below Halo 3, I think we've defined that. Let's talk gonna, about- I'm gonna get shot in, in public. What, why are you gonna get shot? Because of where we put Soul Calibur on a yeah. dumb video game list, Yeah. okay? I think it should go under Halo 3 because I here's here's what it is. I am not willing to compromise Jet Set Radio yeah. over this. You are, but I'm not. Yeah. And the other thing is that so so all right, we're going different directions on Jet Jet Grind Radio. Halo 3, I think you feel stronger about yeah. comparatively than I feel about Jet Grind Radio or Soul Calibur. Right. These are games I love a lot. But Halo 3, you have special memories of. Yeah. So let's work it down. Let's talk about Soul Calibur versus your Punch Queen playthrough of Mass Effect 3 <laughs> 2, which I watched you enjoy. You also played sure. it all the way through. Yeah. But it's, it's like got... I'm your lawyer now, and I'm trying to, like, <laughs> Matt, you, you, to gotta, you gotta represent this, this side This here, part of bud. the show only works when you like a game, and you just try to see how high it can climb. You know you know how this happens every single time? Every time I like a game more, it doesn't go very high on the list, because... Yeah, except it does. For Are you serious? I mean, no, 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 no. I, I'm saying, you picked, like... You've handpicked the number one game. I understand. Okay? I understand. There, there's, there's a very large exception to this rule, but generally speaking, when we're doing this portion of the show i don't go to bat for myself is all i'm saying it for for most games i don't go to bat for myself i, I but see i think i think that it well what i mean what how, how uh, <laughs> what <laughs> uh i think i think what happens matt is this if you don't like a game then you generally represent yourself in the not liking in the hater aspect uh -huh. and uh -huh. and you dislike more games on this list than i like i fully accept that Okay. Right. I understand that. You're just more, that's just more of a thing. That's why you take the low end most yeah. of the time. Yeah. Okay. I like less games than I like. You just like less games, just yeah. in general, of all the games out there. I mean, this is a pretty varied list of almost 50 games we're looking at. It is not some sort of specific cherry picked thing. Yeah. And a lot of these games even are games that are important to you in your life. You understand what I'm saying? Like, Kirby Superstar is not a game that, that needed to be covered in the first 500 games, but yet we did it like in the in the first 40. Hey, we did this game. That's fair, and but and my defensive personality has to go. Yeah, but you did Twisted Metal too, so right, and we ranked that appropriately low <laughs> for what it is. We also decanonized all of the other Twisted Metal games out of reality. Your argument is falling apart. This this list is riddled with Matt specific favorites. We you bring them to the show, we you, play I'm them, not we get to the anymore. ranking, and then you're kind of like, ah, they're they were whatever. Now I'm getting. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. Not super good that game, I guess. That's the thing is, I'm willing. I'm willing when I bring my the stuff I like. I am willing to go to bat for exactly. It. That's really the difference here, right? Um, you know. But, I mean, you know, you got that Final Fantasy VII on me. You got that, you know? You, you were able... You... I won't, I won't talk about Final Fantasy VII with you I handcuffed anymore. you to no. Final Fantasy VII yeah, and said, yeah, you, you figure said, it out. Push it into the dirt, you idiot, is what you said to me. <laughs> well, I want to watch you bury it. I will do nothing to stop you. And I'm like, Soul I don't want to bury it. I don't like so, this. And, and the other thing, too, is that, like, I mean... I. It's weird that you would say this because I feel like my well, actually, I think my big victory was probably getting Panzer Dragoon by into the top five. But you liked that game. I did like you that liked game. that game a lot. Yeah, that, I, I think your I, biggest. I think your biggest victory, honestly, is Raw Danger in the top ten. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I I, I, I like Raw Danger, but I do not think it's a top ten game actually. But I I'm happy it's there. I'm thrilled that it's there. But 
but it's a that's a that's a funny that's a funny game to put and in Matt, the top ten. I'm sure. Here's the thing: you have time, and this list again, as we've defined many times, this list means a lot more to you than it means. No, to me. it doesn't. Quit it saying does. that. It does. It 100 percent does, and you know, uh, so you can be mounting right now. You could be building your file cabinet of arguments to remake the list in your image to reshape it i don't want in to. your image but but matt you are the old gamer whose almanac this is you cannot shift responsibility onto me but you can as if these are my opinions <laughs> as if this is my list you matt, are such a... <laughs> how long is it going to take you to realize that I am not real. That I do not exist. You are my inner that demon. I am just a part of you. I am not a person. I am not a real person. I think Soul Calibur should go in between the Mass Effects because I'm annoyed Hell at them yeah, being like, let's stuck do together. it. <laughs> <laughs> We've broken the Mass Effects. It's better than two, but worse than three for some it's, reason. I Shut think up. Soul Calibur is better than two and worse than three <laughs> for some reason. Okay? Don't worry about it. If you got a problem with that, you can send a... You know what? You can write us at oldgamerspod at gmail.com. Is that what it is? It's what is gamer, our email it's, address? Our email is oldgamersalmanac at gmail.com. Send if you got an issue with us splitting the Mass Effects with Soul Calibur, you can write us an email. Uh -huh. Okay, you can write us an email. Be and yes, we don't have a Dreamcast game in the top ten, and that does hurt my soul. But we will find we'll find a new one. Yeah, I bet we you. definitely will. Because uh, we'll our, find a new Dreamcast our game idea to put in the for top season 10. two will necessitate some some Dreamcast stuff. I think. Yeah, some Dreamcast uh, love. All right, Soul Calibur, for whatever reason, is the 16th best game of all time. I, I, don't, I don't even know, man. I don't even know. Hey, thanks for listening to this show, I guess. Uh, next week, like I said, is Disco Elysium, a game I'm uh, very excited to talk about, but I also need to finish it, like today. Yeah, I gotta finish you gotta, this game. You gotta play that. You yeah. gotta get that finished. And y'all, if you haven't played it, I know some people, we, we've been talking about it long enough, like on our Discord, I know a lot of people have been playing it, and y'all should get on it, binge it, binge it before next week or whatever, at least play some of it, um, because it's yeah. gonna... That one's gonna bat high. That's gonna have a. That's gonna do well, I believe. Uh, yeah. I can just feel it because Hunter and I both really like it a lot. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So stick around for that. And then what else? What's up? What What else is up on the radar uh, coming up? We're on the approach to fifty. Yeah. And in that approach to fifty, we've got Portal, Dragon Quest Eleven, Ocarina of Time, Metal Gear Solid, and Skyrim. That's what's that's what's slated yep. to be our yep. last of our fifty games. Yeah, what big, a what a gauntlet we have to big go hits. through. I expect some of those to make it into the top ten. I expect oh, for sure. So so raw danger will be pushed out. Yeah, like it will probably next episode. Yeah. So no worries there, everybody. <laughs> we will we will represent okay all right well uh you know what i just uh this this makes me so scared i want to fly high the legend will never die thank y'all for listening to old gamers almanac Produced by Hunter Donaldson and Matt Martins. Music by Knight Corey. Yeah.